Traders sold the heck out of the stronger-than-expected U.S. job openings data at yesterday's trading session. Equities and bonds fell, the U.S. dollar gained, and dollar-yen well, actually saw some suspicious ups and downs yesterday that revived the intervention chatter across the markets, but nothing is sure just yet. So welcome, this is Swiss Codes Daily Market Talk. Ah, so even a hint of an improving U.S. jobs market sends shivers down investors' spines these days. So that's exactly what happened at yesterday's trading session. The stronger-than-expected job openings data from the U.S. actually spurred a wave of panic across the global financial markets at yesterday's trading session. Now, diving into the guts of the data released yesterday, we could actually see that the situation was not as strong as the headline data suggested because hirings and firings in the US remained pretty pretty stable actually but the financial world was very very unhappy ladies and gentlemen to see so many job opportunities offered to Americans and it's not because they are evil and they don't want Americans to be happy or well off but it's simply because the strong job openings also means that well the US jobs market is perhaps or maybe going back toward tightening again and not toward loosening as the Fed wants it to be. And that means that Americans will keep their jobs or they could find new jobs and they could ask for better pay and they could just keep spending and that spending will keep U.S. growth above average and will continue pushing inflation higher in the U.S. and elsewhere in the world and the Federal Reserve will not only keep the interest rates higher for longer in the U.S. but could eventually be obliged to hike them once more or twice more or multiple times more or less a catastrophic scenario for the global financial markets where the rising U.S. yields actually uh, threaten to destroy value elsewhere, especially in risk assets like stocks, for example. P.S. Yes, that's important to take these data with a pinch of salt because Joel's data is volatile and one data point is not enough to point at changing trend in the U.S. jobs market. So we still believe that the U.S. jobs market will continue to loosen even though we won't see a sharp uh, deterioration in the market conditions. But the market reaction uh, to yesterday's Joel's data from the U.S. was quite sharp and clear. The U.S. two-year yield spiked above the 5.15% level yesterday after the stronger-than-expected JOLS data hit the news. The 10-year yield went through the roof as well and hit the 4.85% mark. News that the U.S. House Speaker Mr. McCarthy lost his position after last week's deal to keep the U.S. government open for business certainly didn't help attract investors into the U.S. sovereign space. So that's an additional uh, thing that we should consider. The U.S. blue chip bond yields, on the other hand, have advanced to the highest level since 2009. And the spike that we see today in real yields hardly justify buying stocks at these levels, especially if earnings expectations get weak and they remain weak. And I actually don't see really how the picture could improve in the coming months because if economy does well and the spending remains strong in the US, well, that means that the Federal Reserve will be pushing harder on its interest rate hikes to slow things 
things down and yields will go even higher from the actual levels. And if things started going badly and the economy started slowing and you know, diving into a recession and earnings expectation slow, well, the slowing earnings expectations would be bad for stock valuation. So in both worlds, there is not much rational for equities to reverse actual losses. The S&P 500 is now headed towards 200-day moving average, which stands near the 4200 level and below that 4200 level at 4180 level there's a key fibonacci support which is the major 38.2 percent fibonacci retracement level on last year's rally so sliding below that level will push the s p 500 into a medium term bearish consolidation zone now the more rate sensitive nasdaq 100 still has ways to go before reaching its own 200 day moving average and a critical fibonacci level but the sell-off in Nasdaq stocks could become harder if obviously things got uglier and the rate expectations went through the roof. Now in the FX markets, the US dollar extended gains yesterday yet again across the board. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand kept its interest rate steady at 5.5% level today and that was an expected move and it didn't really attract much attention in the middle of the US jobs data week. So due today, all eyes will be on the the US ADP report that is expected to show a significant slowdown in private job additions last month in the month of September. So the expectation of the market is a meager 153,000 new private job additions in the US in the month of September. Now any weakness would be extremely welcome for the rest of the world and for investors while a strong looking data and God forbid, a figure above 200,000 level, for example, could boost the Federal Reserve hawks and bring the discussion of a potential interest rate hike in the US in the FOMC's November meeting seriously on the table. Now, a lot of Fed members speak these days and they all say something else. Of course, there are as many opinions out there as there are. Fed members. So yesterday it was Loretta Masters turn to throw fuel into the hawkish fires burning in investors' hearts today, saying that she would actually support a November interest rate hike in the US if things held steady. Rafael Bostic, on the other hand, said he sees no drop in the US interest rates before late 2024. But US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said that higher for longer interest rates is not a given. Given. Well, duh, she needs people to buy the US debt and just not pay huge interest to them for holding it, if possible, in an ideal world. So from a pricing perspective, well, the market actually prices in a 50 basis point cut in the US by October next year. And some investors out there actually think that the interest rate cuts in the US when they start will be sharper than that. So the expectation is a recession by the first quarter of next year. Many people think that this this will eventually happen but you know what I know we have been saying that since a year now and yet the US economy continues to grow by around the 2% level which is really not bad at all so what will or what could eventually happen is 
the US will be fine and the others, the rest of the world will go straight into recession and partly because of the unbearable strength of the US dollar. Because look, the euro dollar now consolidates losses below the 105 psychological level. The dollar yen, well, the dollar yen actually spiked shortly above the 150 psychological mark yesterday and suddenly fell 2% in a matter of minutes in a move that was actually thought to be an effects intervention by the Japanese authorities. But so far, I actually haven't heard any confirmation that it was actually an intervention from the Japanese. It could be anything, right? So the dollar again fell to 147 level and then rebounded back above the 149 level. So buying the dollar yen at the current levels just below the 150 psychological level is like playing with fire as we know that the Japanese will intervene if they haven't done so so far but we simply don't know when. The thing is, the dovish Bank of Japan is left so, so much behind in this policy normalization, policy tightening cycle that I actually don't see how the dollar yen could sustainably, sustainably give back field unless something fundamentally changes. Unless the BOJ says, okay, you know what? I'm ready to normalize. But the low interest rates are so sweet for growth and inflation that has been absent in Japan for decades stays so well right now that the Bank of Japan just doesn't feel that urge to fight it back or to abate it. Plus, the latest inflation numbers from Japan even showed softening. But if you are planning to travel to Japan still, be careful because I've been reading in the news that the train pass for 14 days in Japan for unlimited travel across the country apparently rose for the first time in four decades. Four decades, guys. But it rose more than 70%. And if you prefer to travel with your car, well, the barrel of American crude now remains under some selling pressure below the $90 per barrel level. But, 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 US shale producers say that they will keep drilling under wraps even if oil prices surge to the $100 per barrel level, pointing at Joe Biden's war against fossil fuels. So a tighter oil supply is the main market driver for now. But, but, the good news is that well, recession fears across the board will likely keep the upside limited in oil prices and the September high that we saw could be a peak and the price of a barrel of American crude could return to the 80 to 85 dollar range. So this is all for today. I'm Ipek Özkardeşke and thank you for joining me and thank you for all your beautiful messages. I hope this episode of Market Talk has been helpful and it has been insightful to you. So please do not hesitate to leave your comments, your reactions and your questions below as usual. And follow us on Instagram, on X and on LinkedIn for regular market updates. And subscribe, of course, to our YouTube channel for daily market comments. I will meet you again tomorrow. And until then, good day trading.